Yo, 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 what up? Welcome back to another episode of Wine and Weed Wednesday. As always, shoot us an email, mitch.wineandweed at gmail.com. Caitlin, C-A-I-T-L-I-N dot wineandweed at gmail.com. Send us some shit. Send us something. Like, subscribe. This week we talk about some shit, man. Get ready. But without further ado, enjoy this shit. Attention, Warning. The following podcast is performed by two highly skilled badass, professional, woke as fuck. Mm, debatable. Idiots? Also debatable. Not all comments are meant to be taken seriously. But some definitely are, so figure it the fuck out. And if you offend easily, kindly fuck off. But for the rest of you cunts, enjoy. What's going on? Oh my god. Sorry I'm late. <laughs> no worries. I just... Um... I feel like my playlist is no longer on shuffle. Uh, it's not. Now it is. It's okay. I've I just been on a little streak, a little dirk, and I'm like... I feel like I remember the order that I made this playlist in. <laughs> it's following it. Anyway. Oh, yeah, you can always tell. Yeah. Oh, man. Well, how are you? We have a lot to cover. Alright, so, I don't know. I'm. I took a couple shots earlier, and I'm on my second beer. And then, and I'm I'm good. <laughs> That's good. Um, I've been waiting. Okay, it's been a day. I know you've been waiting. I'm sorry. My no, I'm just fine. Into this like, oh, I'm sorry, it's five more minutes. No, it's like you're lying to me. You're making, you're forcing me to lie too, which is what's really good about this. But. Nah, it's all good. Um. So I've been watching this show on, sorry about the sound, that'll be gone. I've been watching this show on the Learning Channel, you know TLC. that channel that's about learning? It's, it's TLC, dog. Alright, it's not the Learning it's Channel, it's just TLC. That okay. is marketing. It's the Learning Channel. It's TLC, everybody knows it. My 500 pound life. I know, but the name of the channel is the Learning Channel. Right. I haven't ever learned fucking shit on it. Tender, but loving, care. I've learned not to be 600 pounds. I guess maybe I have learned something. But, um, what I have, I, I saw a post about a show called Unexpected, which I've dabbled in previously, right? It's like Teen Mom, essentially, right? Okay. And, uh, and 
anyway, so it's just like another six year pregnant. Every year they have new people, blah, 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 same trip, right? So I've never had, really had any interest. But I saw a post about this particular couple. She's 17, he's 18, and how controlling and abusive and all of this he was. And I thought, oh, there's nothing like toxicity. I need to watch this show. So but if they're I like 16 on, and 17 year olds? She's 17, he's 18. Yeah, so... See, and, like, that's... It's funny, the contrasting mindsets, because, like, me, now, I hear, like, oh, 17 and 18-year-old drama? Yeah, that's gonna be a no for me, dog. <laughs> like, God. You've got to that they have adult drama. Nah, it's not adult drama. They're I fucking agree. children, man. I was not man. caring about this show. Yeah. I don't even like watch if, the other couples. I'm watching watch- this show to, like, just tear people down. And I'm like, I don't really want to watch something to tear us <laughs> That'd be my only entertainment. And it's like, I don't want to... I don't need that for entertainment. <laughs> anyway, so, Unexpected on the Learning Channel. Right. I, um, yeah, so I was watching because of this couple and had heard that this guy was really abusive, really narcissistic, and so, so I thought like, better yeah. Oh, okay, so this is more of, like, uh, educational standpoint, like, evaluation-type situation. Like, oh, is this uh, mental abuse? Is this physical? Like... Well, obviously, it's not physical because they wouldn't air the couple. So he's obviously, they're talking about mental, I would assume. Uh, I'm betting it's a lot more than that once the cameras aren't there. Oh, really? So it's like physical abuse. Physically. I figured he would. No, no, no. I did not say that. I said I guarantee That. that it is happening behind closed doors. No one gets hit in public or on camera. You gotta well, be real fucking dumb to do so. Well, yeah, but I would assume that, like, if it's that obvious that there wouldn't be, like, a camera crew just, like, filming. Right, I put a disclaimer at the start of this episode. Or, they, like, they maybe they wouldn't music. fucking capitalize off of shit like that and instead, like, maybe try and put a fucking end to it instead of making money off of it. Like, it's kind of disgusting. Really? Well, what do you mean? Like, if she's being physically abusive? Oh, and TLC, yeah, TLC has a lot. Or abuse. She's she's if being. She's phys- not being physically abused on the show, Mitchell. I'm telling you, any girl who is being abused watches this and goes, "Oh yeah." As soon as that camera's gone off, you can see what she's scared of. You can see in her responses the way that she's responding that she knows she's going to be hit after this. So, I can see so there, that there's this going on. There is absolutely nothing happening on camera. Yeah, Isn't well, it? but if it's that obvious from... Because, okay, so um, from my perspective, like, maybe, like, I wouldn't see that, obviously. But from somebody from a different perspective, if it's that obvious, you would think there's somebody in that office at TLC that would be like... Yo, dog, you realize, like, she's, <laughs> she's being beat up. But, like, if she, and nobody cares, like, no, we're, we're gonna make money off of this abuse. 
And then when she finally gains the backbone, well, I don't mean, I, I mean, that sounds negative. When she finally gets the courage and does what she needs to do and leave it, leave him, we're going to capitalize on that also and we're going to film that as well. That whole mindset is disgusting. Right? Well, I, yeah, it's gross. It is. But, okay, so, anyway, so I'm watching the show. Alright, my bad. This is... Oh, man. <laughs> okay, he... He starts... Um, it, okay. I've, I've come in the last two episodes because the post that I saw in that chat was like the last two episodes of particularly to watch. They had to put a disclaimer on the last one. So I was like, cool, that's where I'll start. So this girl is in labor in an extremely abusive relationship. It is obvious to anyone who, to anyone, okay, that this is an abusive relationship. He has not allowed her to take any classes in the lead up to birth. She's like no idea what's happening to her. And I will say, yeah, you sort of understand to an extent, but you don't until you have those classes. I sp- spoke to you about how the uterus contracts and how dilation works. We did all of that when I gave birth. Not, It's not like I didn't really understand it until I had the classes. I, like, you know, it. you need to have the fucking classes, okay? Yeah, and he would the not minutia. allow her to have the classes. It's not that she decided not to have the classes. She says she decided she didn't want any classes, but he would not allow her to have classes. He continually told her that every animal gives birth, blah, 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 blah. It's a natural thing. Objectively fine, but plenty of giraffes die while they're giving birth, okay? So he is, they're going into labor. Neither of them have any idea what labor looks like, how long it will last, or they've done zero, okay? She's in extreme labor. She, He won't allow them to do a cervical exam, which is just where they go, look inside and see how dilated you are. He's saying, no medical intervention, I don't trust doctors, blah, 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 blah. They can't even check how dilated she is. They're like, sir, it's just checking. They asked if they could give her an IV for some fluids because she's extremely dehydrated. He would not allow that. He would not allow that. And every question they ask her and she looks at him and he answers and she is now 25 hours into a natural birth, has no idea how dilated she is and she's starting to suffer from maternal exhaustion. And the thing is that pushing is very difficult and you can't push until you're fully dilated, right? Mm -hmm. Um, And... And you need, she's already been in, in in active labor for 25 hours. You need to have some rest before you can push. So women, even if they are trying to have a natural birth, if they've gone 25 hours, they're going to give you an epidural because you need to rest for a couple of hours so that you can get the energy back to push the baby out or baby's heart rate's going to drop. You're going to, it's a, it's, it's safety. Shit, okay. It's yeah. People die yeah. from that. So she's 25 hours in. It is obvious to the workers at this birthing center that he's abusive. They're trying to get her an ambulance to the hospital. And he is saying, 
we came too fucking early. You're not in labor, you dumb fuck. We should go home. And she's like, you don't understand. And she's screaming and crying, like snot falling out. And he's like, then push him out then, you pussy. He's fully like, and she's like, I need the epidural. And he's like, I think you're a pussy. Like, it is beyond anything I've ever seen. They are worried for her safety. Now, my... That's insane. She's fucking 17. That's How insane. is she allowed to be doing this without her parents there? Uh, age of consent, like in Nebraska, is seventeen. Okay, well, I, I would for assume, me, I I'm know. going. How's no one calling her parents? Okay, anyway, she, they oh. allow her. He won't allow her to go to an ambulance. He's agreed to sort of go to the hospital. She's screaming at him. If you don't take me to the hospital, like you can leave. Like she's finally getting a bit of a voice because she's thirty hours into this, right? Almost now. And he finally agrees to drive her to the airport. There's cameras in airport. the car, right? So he airport. can't really... Airport. Airport? Oh, hospital, hospital, hospital. It's like, where's she going? Like, she's 30 hours in so labor they... and then she's going to fly somewhere? Where the fuck is this being... <laughs> okay. So to keep her heart rate okay, because she's freaking out now because he's freaking out, and to keep everything safe for baby, they go, fine, you can drive her. But obviously they call the hospital ahead of time. Hey, call us if she doesn't show up. All, like, fucking scary. Let this girl, child, leave in 30 hours active labor with this fuckhead who's telling her, push it out then. He doesn't, and they're like, you can't push until you're dilated. And he's like, oh, man. Like, he, okay. So then they finally make it to the hospital. He's on the phone to his cousin, and they're like, has she given, oh, first the nurses go, cool. You've been in labor for 30 hours. At this point, we would give you an epidural so that you can at least get enough rest to push. Yeah. And he says, and he says, I don't consent to that. And she's like, uh, uh, she's like trying to say now she's, they've had the car ride. He's had 30 minutes to fucking chip away, right? She had a voice at the birthing center. We're back, way back down to Okay. So now she's starting to, he's on the phone to his cousin. His cousin's a woman. She's going, let her have the fucking epidural, you idiot. And he goes, there's drugs in it. I don't consent to that going into my son. And then, and the anesthetist is like, he goes, listen, man, you've got to, it was so good. Like, cause they're all being very diplomatic and, you know, yeah. he goes, listen, you've got a really, really, um, um, you don't really have much understanding of what's happening here mm-hmm. at all. <laughs> You're <laughs> not going to have a son. Buddy. You're not going to have a son or a wife. If this doesn't happen, there's a good chance this might happen. So, and then yeah. he's like, yeah, I know. I don't consent to an epidural. <laughs> the the uh, nurses are going, we have never, never had a husband say no. And, and then she says, I don't care anymore. I want the epidural. She's beside herself. Okay. Yeah. And she, she says, I don't care what you think anymore. And she looks at the doctors and she says, I want the epidural. And then he goes, I don't consent to that going into my son. And the doctor goes, your son's in her body, mate. It's got nothing to do with you. And he's like, I'm telling you I don't consent. And so then they go security. They call in security. And the security is kicking him out of the hospital. And because she's so fucking abused, she's going, no, please, he's my only support person. They're going, but hon, hon, he's not being very supportive to you. He's like screaming. She's like, can you please come here and hold my hand? He's like, Oh my god, push him out, you dumb fuck. Like, this is no exaggeration what's happening. Okay. If I'm like sitting here almost crying, I'm like, Ty, 
This show, and I'll, and I'll tell you in a second, I mean, obviously it's pretty obvious why it's so triggering to me to begin with, but they, they, and he calls his dad, and his dad, now, by the way, this couple lived with his parents. Now, if my son's girlfriend lived with us, there's absolutely no way he would be allowed to treat her that way. I mean, I just don't understand. I'm, there's no way I, how, what the fuck are you doing? Just allowing him to talk to her like this in your house all the time. Like, I'd be like... I'm guessing his dad treats his mom the same way. Well, now, they... So here we go. So he calls his dad, and his dad goes, I think we're getting a call that the labor's done, and they have a baby. But I'm getting a call that he's been kicked out of the hospital. And he goes, and you know what? I just wish for once in his life he would look in the fucking mirror and grow up, and you just go... Shit, this dad's got it to get, right? Like this, you know, he's saying, like, he just doesn't get it, man. He's got to listen. Uh, like, no, he's saying, no, he's saying, he's no, what he's saying is, how the fuck can you not will that body out of your wife's or your girl's, or how could you not will that baby out of your girl's body? You didn't, did you call her a pussy? Did you say just push it out, you pussy? No, no, did you say no. that? You did. You said that. And she still didn't just push it out? Well, she must be a pussy then. Stupid. Like it's... I don't have a background on the parents because I've just come in the last two episodes, right? So the dad and I'm going, the dad sounds good. They open it up to the mom and she goes, well, maybe he was just worried about Xavier and it going to Xavier. And she's sitting there a little scared and she's looking at the dad as she's talking. And I'm yeah. going, yeah. huge red flags for me here. They have exactly the same fucking relationship. Well, yeah. It's, so, it's nature versus nurture. I, the episode ended, they have kicked him out of the hospital, and we don't, oh, the, the next episode, she's calling him, he's in the car in the hospital, in the car park outside the hospital, and she's going, my water's just broken, he's like, oh, fuck something else is going to make me more pissed off you bitch he's like i'm not going to be there for my son's birth and you know how they do the interviews after the fact on reality so so it's like they've already given birth they're sitting there doing their interview and he's still making her pay for this like she's like i just after 30 hours i was in so much pain so i just um the doctors were saying and he's like just say you did it you pussy and she's like so I don't want to say it because I don't want to fight. But he's like, she had an epidural. And he's like, see, you act like it's nothing, Kaylin. You act like it's nothing. And I'm like, it is, first of all, like... It is fucking fight. nothing, you psycho. Yeah. Jesus Christ. And I just know that that would have been me in my previous life. And when we'd spoken about having kids, that's very much what I was told was that there was would be no way that these children would have any drugs in them during the labor. I I know that's exactly the scenario I would have been in. So I saw myself there if I had a different partner and I cannot tell you how mad I am at this piece of shit kid. Yeah. I cannot tell you how mad I am at TLC for not going 10 hours earlier. We're calling the parents. I, I mean, how many adults are in the fucking room and this poor girl is 30 hours into suffering asking for medical relief and no one's giving it to her. So, because some piece of shit. I... Yeah. 
had never been so worked up in my life. And that's the story. That's insane. Rightfully so. I mean, it's crazy. I fucking, the whole time you were saying it, the only thing I kept thinking was, like, how disgusting, like, TLC is for just capitalizing on that bullshit for ratings and viewers. And they always do, But, like, dude, there are guys like that everywhere. And it's like... They all need the shit slapped out of them. I mean... Yeah. The older you get, the wilder, like... The wilder it is when you see how, like, the lack of maturity in certain people. And then you see how frequent that is prevalent. That sort of behavior. But I feel like a lot of it is like, um, I feel like that behavior is easier to pass on, or it used to be because of our, how incubated we used to be. Like, if you isolated yourself enough, you could kind of like stay in your own little world and like have your own ideals and beliefs and not be really affected. But the more we all get interconnected as a society, it's harder for those people to stay hidden. So I think we're in a weird, like, growing pain transition to where, like, it's now very visible. And I feel like it won't be too much longer, hopefully, that it won't be, like, as acceptable for a huge... TV corporation to like capitalize off of literal abuse like that and but also down the road you with that comes you won't be seeing that as much because that kind of behavior is going to be harder to hide so obviously yeah it's going to be become more and more obsolete so that's me you trying know- to be glass half full not half empty. <laughs> I was listening to a Wondery podcast. Um, I don't know if I spoke I've about some, with you about the Miriam more. reality show. What one? From the early thousands. There's something about Miriam. Um, if you did talk to me about it, I've totally blocked it all out. So essentially, what that was like a dating show. Everyone was vying for Miriam, and at the end, Miriam turned out to be trans. And um, oh, we I think we have talked about this. That's fucked up, dude. Like you cannot, you cannot fucking do that. My point is that that wouldn't happen on TV today. So even though we're shocked to see what I what was unexpected, I mean the we used to see on reality TV. Was, you know what I mean? Yeah, dude, they had a reality show like what? What was that reality show, The Swan? And they'd take somebody and like do all that plastic surgery to fulfill their like, dude, you're not correcting like major like if there was something majorly wrong that made you look fucked up that they could just like correct to make you look normal. That's awesome. There, they're like, yeah. society perceives you as unattractive. Let's 
quote unquote fix you. Like that's fucking gross, man. Like it was this my God. It was a competition show of all of these engaged women and each week they'd do a different challenge and the winner of the challenge would win that plastic surgery. But it wasn't like, what do you need done? Do you want your nose and your tits done? It was week one, nose. And then if you won that competition, you could get your nose done. And then it was like, week two, tits. Like, what if you only won the week? Are you kidding me? That was really a show. Well, that's your off week. You can slough. You know, you're like, all right, man, I gotta worry about this. My tit game is strong. Oh, man. Brazilian butt lifts? Well, luckily for me, I love the Stairmaster. So, that's not a problem. I'm just gonna chill this week. I'm gonna work on some alliances because when it's dental implant week... Everybody's out for that one. Oh, Lord. Yeah, so... I just... And and they're still fucking together. For sure, man. This couple. I never pictured myself being that upset over something like... But... Just, like, corporate greed and exploitation of shit like that has gotten to such a blatant level anymore that all examples is just, like, very off-putting to me anymore. Yeah. (laughs) Um... Want some lighter news, man? Jeez. That's all. Like literally all I have. Uh, ooh, yeah. So the rapper Young Thug got arrested on a RICO indictment with like some like twenty eight other people or some shit like that. And his YSL gang. And another rapper, Gunna, is involved in it. But it's kind of crazy. Like, um, I think they're involved with, like, there's... I don't know all of the details of the case, but there's something to do with, like, a hit being put out on another rapper and shit like that. And he's facing some serious time on that in Rico charges. So that's kind of wild. I'm not really into Young Thug's music, but he is a popular with the young folk. I don't really care how old I sound anymore. At one point, I tried to hide it and be like, like... the kids love this guy. I don't know. I think all the auto... It's so auto-tuned and mumbly and shit. Like... I don't give a fuck anymore. But it is interesting that he is... Involved in a RICO case with like a bunch of different charges. And he's like facing some serious time. 
And what, how long is serious? Um, well, he's involved with renting a car that was involved in a drive-by shooting that I, th I believe involved in a murder. So he could be like technically charged as an accessory to murder, which is carries the same weight as murder charges. Yeah. As one of them. Really? Yeah. Yeah, if you're like, hey, will you kill this person for me? Or if you're like drive, yeah. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. Okay. Sex, yeah, like, I'm not going to kill this person, but I'm going to help you get away with it. Like, well, you're going to get the same charges. It's, it's called deterrent. <laughs> we'll see if it's bullshit or not, though. Well, did you watch it? Okay, now this is an interesting question talking about sort of... Oh my god. The justice system. Did, Sorry, you, did you hear about Dave Chappelle getting rushed on stage? I know you're out of the loop. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I did hear about that. Yeah. What happened? Who was that? Dude, some fucking crazy dude just rushed the stage at the end of Dave Chappelle's set. And tried to tackle him. And then when he went backstage, apparently a bunch of people uh, rushed him and jumped the dude and beat the fuck out of him. And rumor has it, Busta Rhymes beat the brakes off that motherfucker. <laughs> like, oh, I need yeah. that actually. Yes, I need to hear that. Like, fuck yeah, dude. Like, what? Did I not say that before? That Will Smith rushing the stage, or not rushing, but going up on stage for Chris Rock set a set a bad precedent, and then Ti. Do you think that related though? What? Do you think that there is any? One. Um. They're related as much as like Queens of the Stone Age is influenced by the Rolling Stones, you know. 100% that guy rushed the stage because Will Smith went on stage for Chris Rock and then T.I. went on stage when he was upset with that comedian talking about the sexual assault allegations. Like, it was starting to become... It's becoming, like, status quo. Like, oh, you can just rush the stage. Really? I, I think... I think... So. I think... I don't know. It could be coincidence, but I could see it as being, like... <laughs> I'm going to do that. Yeah, I get that. I see what you're saying. But. I guess I would like to think that there is no connection. Well, but I don't think it's, I don't think it's like a conspiracy connection. I would say maybe like, no. a, like an influence type deal. Yeah, I guess my, I was like, I don't think that this is going to have a wider impact on society, this lack. but I was wrong, maybe. Well, I think that's exactly why that dude got beat the fuck up, it's because yeah. now that needs to be a precedence. This is not okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Thank God for Busta Rhymes, man. It's awesome, too, that it was him. <laughs> Give us a moment. 
Um, I remember watching Busta Rhymes music video for Gimme Some More. And it's so weird, and there was like some creepy moments in it. It was kind of like... It's hard to explain. Like, he has... Um, they're not prosthetics on his bodies, but they're like obvious, like... Um, cloth, like muscle suits or whatever. And then there's like... Buster Rhymes is a very eccentric person. And that Give Me Some More music video of his is one of his early ones. And it's a gem. Like, it's he's very creative. Okay. It's worth a watch. You should watch it. I might check it out. You're not going to check it out. But you should. It's I okay. I know. You might, but... A lot of things might happen, but probability. I'm just betting odds. And then uh, Dave Chappelle brought Chris Rock on after that, and as they were meeting on stage, Chris Rock goes... Like, was that Will Smith? And all of these clickbait news places are like, Chris Rock finally speaks out after the infamous thing. It's like, no, man, like, that was an offhanded joke between two friends that I'm sure he wishes no one ever really heard. Because if you think that's him finally speaking out, please, man. Like, this man's, like, a legend. And you think that's him making his first statement? Like, come on, man. He's going to tear Will Smith apart. Rightfully so. Yeah. And it's going to be hilarious and epic, and I cannot wait to watch it. But, like, that was definitely not I it. I stuff, and it's like... It's so annoying. Like, and when you fall, like, you click on it, and it's almost like right after you hit it, you're like... I'm, I'm so dumb. I'm so dumb. It's obviously not what I was hoping. But, you know... <laughs> I need to go to the bathroom. Okay. Entertain the folk. With no, I shall your, entertain the folk. With your tales of regalia and... Silver spoons and stuff. Protocol. So, uh, I, so I was like, what are summer spoons? Silver spoons. I don't have any of those. You know what I really gets my goat at the moment is how expensive it is to attend other people's weddings. So I'm sure Mitch can hear me or weigh in when I get back, but I have a good friend from high school and her wedding is coming up next weekend and it's in a fancy place. A while away, so you've got to pay for the petrol, the gas together, which isn't cheap these days. And then you have to pay for accommodation. And then if you have children, you have to pay for accommodation for the person who's watching your child. And then you have to pay for the clothes to go there because Ty doesn't have like formal wear, which is fine. Um, so you got have all of that or buy all of that and then you've got to um, 
Like there's just so much that goes into it. The bridal shower, the bridal party, people, that I hate part of that even though I wasn't attending because I was on the original list. It's fucking expensive to go to a wedding and I think that's bullshit. I think we just I think it should be free to go to a fucking wedding. It shouldn't cost anyone anything. And there should be no expectations for you to show up. Because it's costing us over a grand to go to this fucking wedding. Over a grand? At least. I mean, that's just the wedding. If you factor in everything else, it's like the bridal shit. It's 1500 I mean, it's not my fucking wedding. You know what I mean? Well, not to that extent, because apparently my friends aren't as fancy as yours, because I've never been to a wedding that was like, okay, travel, what's your travel? I know. What's your travel? Is uh, it? Well, it's because, we, it's because of where we live, right? But for anyone, it would be a, about an hour, to an hour Um, it is expensive. It's like I always complained about being in weddings because it's expensive to be. I've been in a lot of weddings. <laughs> like, I'm legit like Catherine, he the male version of Catherine Heigl. <laughs> Actually, I've never seen that movie, so I can't make that reference at all, but other than she'd been in a lot of weddings, that's one of the premises of that movie, right? What's that? Huh? What, what, what is the premise of the movie? Catherine Heigl, that... Yeah. Yeah, the whole premise is like she's in a bunch of weddings. That's not Catherine Yeah. Yeah, Grey's Anatomy girl. Apparently, she's like a rip in real life. Like, I, terrible. I heard she's terrible. Yeah. Yeah, you never see her working anymore either. Um, Which is weird because like they still keep. I don't know. Never mind. That's weird because Knocked Up is like such an iconic uh, comedy. And that was one of her first movies, like, one of her first forays into movies from the TV. Anyway. Being in weddings is even worse because it's even more expensive. So you gotta rent taxes. Oh yeah. Well, we. I was saying like you probably miss a bit. Ty doesn't have any formal clothes, so we have to buy an entire. And I and and for him. I didn't. I didn't realize this, but okay. So okay. So the weddings that you guys have typically gone to, and this is more of it, just where you live. I would say than um, like a bougie thing is that. He didn't really realize how formal weddings could be. So, like, at my brother's wedding, everyone is in a suit and tie because it's a wedding. And he was in a tie. He didn't have a, a suit jacket on, but it was also 85 degrees. Only my dad and, like, the dads had were still wearing their suit jackets. Everyone else was just wearing a shirt and tie. So he very much looked the part, but he felt 
extremely out of place and it took him back to like primary school days where you don't have the designer clothes or whatever um and so he's like i really want to look good feel good at this wedding because it's like everyone from my high school which is a very boozy high school and he needs to get measured and get fitted and get a fucking come on man like it's in a week. I just got a bonus check. I could wire that to you guys. That could be like... You could get... Like... Get himself... Because they're not like that crazy expensive. Like... You know? I mean... A couple hundred. Yeah, that like we men's warehouse. I feel like I feel like the men's warehouse has got to have like a couple hundred dollars. Like, don't you guys have something like that? Like a men's warehouse? Yeah. That's got to be like you could probably get something done for like a couple hundred. Yeah. I think. And that would be like you could. So like the bougie, the bougie ass suit guys, the bougie suit guys are gonna fucking pick it apart. But the bougie suit guys are going to pick anything apart that's not a $1,000 suit. So fuck those guys in general. But, like, if you just want to, like, suit up and, like, just fucking try and, like, feel like you fit, like, men's warehouse suit that shit. And I don't think it's that crazy much. I could... I don't want to go. Like, I'm stressed about next week's... You know what, okay, so uh, whatever our listeners, I don't really care if anyone knows, like, neither of us I could... are well off. I obviously just the everyday person. And so for me, it's fucking stressful to mm-hmm. think about the week following and not having any money. I'm not, like, it's, it, it fucking sucks, man. The wedding? No, the stress about money. The stress about money is yeah it, it sucks man like that's it's been such a constant for me do you know what I mean like um everclear has a song or a few lyrics about that and a song from the 90s you remember that song Mm, I don't know but I just like god it's such fucking hard work hey sounds like they say money doesn't they say money won't solve your problems well, they've never been it. well, but they've never been on a welfare Christmas or some shit like that. And it's like, yeah, man, like, no, but like, if you didn't have to worry about or like live paycheck, like living paycheck to paycheck is such a natural like state of life to me. me at at me this too. point, I like, it's dollars? like I've, it's, but it's like also like growing up as a kid, like. My parents are well off, like, they do, they're comfortable now, but, like, growing up, we were poor. 
And then yeah. my entire adult life I've been poor, so I'm like... <laughs> At some point, you either just, like, start to accept things, or you just go delirious, you know? Or you so become what a douchebag. I, the stress... You know, that whole 15 or, like, $1,000 or $1,500 to go to a wedding... That would not be an issue for me because I would just like straight up be like, I'm not going. Like, I'm I fucking can't. Um, my cousin's wedding. And you my cousin's your best friend from high school, bro. And I backed out. I'm telling you and our listeners, our seven listeners, mm. I backed out the bridal shower. I gave them another reason, but it was because I couldn't really afford to go fucking do this fancy for for different events, things, bridal shower with all these bougie bitches who then you have to pay for everything on top of that. There's no way it could have happened for me. And I don't want to go to this wedding, but then I just never hear from her again if I do. I don't know. And I, and you know what else? This is like turning into generally like our chats after our podcasts are a little bit more personal and like me having a breakdown to you. But like, I struggle to even talk about this stuff with Ty because I like to feel like no, we got it together and, you know, like, like, I don't like to sit down and go, hey, I'm really fucking stressed about this. Yeah. Money sucks, man. So, Money so sucks. the way that I look at it is, did, you know, do I have enough money to, like, pay the bills that I need to pay? to support my kid and you know myself yeah then you know this week's good you know take it by like a week but well like what like what do you mean like you like as far as like then i i don't really like I don't do a whole lot. I don't have any really expenses other than like core expenses. So like going on trips or going and doing this or going and doing that, like I don't really do a lot of that. I yeah. like, make enough to sustain and Okay, so, so then you're like, well, I can't go to... But we don't make enough for anything outside of it. Yeah. That's... And when you do do something outside of that, you hurt the sustain. Because the money doesn't appear from somewhere. Exactly. So that's... Honestly, like, since I've had a kid, I just... You just can't... Just don't fucking do anything, man. You know? When you get a bonus check or, like, the tax return time or shit like that, like, you try and, like, like, I, in my head, I'm like, oh, man, this could, like, help me, blah, 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 but then the other side is like, nope, I need to blow this a little bit because, like, every once in a while, you've got to cut loose. Yeah. But... Like my cousin's wedding in Colorado, I I wanted to go, but I needed to bring my buddy along so we could split the gas, split the hotel room, and he's like, sorry man, no. Like, you can't bring anyone, so I'm like, 
Alright then, like, I'm not, co I'm not, congratulations, like, I, I can't go. But, I don't know. For, between, between me and you and our seven listeners, that cousin is kind of a fucking douchebag anyway, so, like, I don't give a fuck. It's just a lot. It is. But you have enough right now to feed your kid and you're not going to go homeless at this moment. And it sucks that that's all you, you know have. But, so but you know what? Like it's better than not. You know? Because... I know what you feel like right now, and I totally get where you're going, where you're coming from. But, you know, right now, you you can fill your kid's belly, and you can keep the rain off of his head. And that's alright. And you can keep loving his heart. <laughs> Mm, yeah. Alright guys, we're gonna name the episode. We're out of here. Bye!